0: From mighty trapdoor mansion, high atop Tit Hill, it's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine, featuring Frank Hemblin, Horace Pengrove, William Bentley III, with Stinky the Game Master, T.T. Schmootkins, Tishka Honeypot, Alex Springspan, and Cut. The robot sex spot stinky stinks so bad he smells. We take turns choosing the games that they review. Even Mario's hotel.
1: Come, Come on, characters, nobody likes you. Let this
0: I feel your confidence. Are you ready for a big weekly? Come on, we talk it out.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to the summer stink. SOS. S- wait. Shit, lo- Oh, that's SOL. I am Stinky the Game Master, and I am part of the uh, We Talk Games. I own the fucking thing. Uh, All right, I'm here too, Stinky. To, yeah, don't forget about us. Yeah, so also here uh, is Wiggly
0: in the studio. Hi, everybody. I'm Wiggly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I i don't have a you don't, you don't normally do that
0: no i don't i wasn't prepared like kyle is probably with his uh, movie oh you um, fucking know saying. and then on the the
1: that telephone is a kavan cubic
0: bring me my pendulum kitties i feel like swinging
1: you know what i feel like doing
0: <laughs> punching me in the face no strutting oh all right. <laughs> i know what that's from i have the la- laser disc of that Directed by Rambo. So, uh, all, all
1: summer, at least for yester week and today, I'm uh, picking movie tie-ins. See? Video yeah. games that I like that are uh, summer blockbusters. And this summer blockbuster ties in with uh, Genesis.
0: You mean Genesis?
1: Yeah. It's uh, a game by Gottlieb from 1988. Some people say 99, but it was actually by 1988. Exterminator! Oh, the exterminator movies.
2: I think you're confused, Thankie. He...
1: No, exterminator, a genesis. It's,
2: it's Terminator. Huh? Terminator Genesis and Genesis, yes, because they spell it with a Y.
0: No, I'm pretty sure it's exterminator. Okay, I'm sure, you're wrong. Okay, I got that. Listeners, he... we will endure. He told us to play his game like two days ago, and yep. we already. Thanks for the notice. <laughs> You and I al- already established that he was smoking the crack, right? Just like his uh, Avengers uh, Age of Voltron.
2: At least that was on point. <laughs> yeah, you don't it do anything franchise.
0: You don't do anything Terminator on this. No. All right. Anyway, this is called
1: Exterminator. It's by God's Love and uh, actually by Premier. Premier owned Gottlieb at this time.
0: Right. All right, I'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I know a little bit of the backstory. story. Bill Kurtz, actually. I wish we could get him uh, to be part of this show. That would be fantastic. Take my place, that's for yeah. sure. Because he is a treasure trove of uh, video gaming information.
1: Anyway, Exterminator, and you're a cop, damn it. Uh, I don't know. Where's the one he has a baby? Uh, he has a baby. Twins?
0: No, it's not Twins. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's throw mama from the train.
0: Oh boy, now we're really getting lost here. Don't don't worry, Mr. Mom. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, he's here not we- even in this game. No, he's. Yeah. In- that's his finger. Shooting laser beams out of it. Oh jeez. Okay.
1: Okay, anyway. Yeah, this is a game where you you you're bug hunting. You, so you play Spanky, I guess. Little rascals. Hey Spank, what are you doing? I'm bug hunting. I'm shooting laser beams out of my finger. We'll talk about the game, I guess. But basically, that's where you are. Your hand. You got some bugs coming at you. Do you gotta uh, exterminate them? You're not only the best exterminator. You're also the best terminator. Uh, I don't think that, that's yeah. really... okay. Making mechanics. This is an easy one. Uh, 1986. <laughs> another game. I actually wanted you to play, but mm. I couldn't find the pedals to help you out. 1986. 2 years before this came out a game by Senti a stompin did you ever play stompin
2: um, is this the game where there's an actual pad with big red buttons that have spiders on them and
0: then you stomp on the spiders there's like pedals that? and then there's it was a it, I, I think this is a kit They'd send out the pedals. <laughs> it was going to be able to be used on other cabinets, and you'd you'd step on bugs, but you'd also uh, do things with your hands. I'm
2: thinking of You're a thinking ticket redemption machine.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha. Where it gotcha. was
2: like either a hexagon or an octagon, and much like DDR. But many years prior to that, you would stomp on the corresponding bugs when they lit up and you would get tickets for it. But I think it was late 80s, early 90s when that thing was around. So I'm not familiar with stomping. (laughs) So you could play like Pac-Man Jr. with a foot pedal is what you're saying with this conversion (laughs) kit.
0: No, it actually came with the kit. And I remember one of uh, Sente's uh, promotional flyers that they sent out said there mm-hmm. ain't no stopping us now something like that you know <laughs> and, the, and the fun never stops and then it this stopped. That, daddy's arcade game it stopped that year actually they released <laughs> stomping and then they released moonquake and that was the end of them so yeah you actually step on bugs and stuff they were on this sort of like this grid instead of um looking down an alley you, it was actually sort of a top view they look like checkers they look like bugs on a checkered machine but then okay. you, you step on them with your feet uh you even though they weren't under your feet, you just use these uh, player piano billows to step on bugs. Gotcha.
1: Anyway, uh, so that's bug hunting. And then uh, Shinobi I put in here. Oh, that huh. doesn't make any sense. No. 1987 by Sega does because it's a, you have the first person levels. You remember it was interspersed with those. Okay.
0: All right. I did forget about that.
1: Uh, so that's sort of I'm like this. I'm surprised
0: you forgot about that, Wiggly. I forget about things. Yeah.
1: You're throwing shurikens at people in the background. Right. And it just remind, reminded me of when you shoot at these bugs. Okay. Then Exterminator came out in 1988. But then I go forward a little bit to uh, RoboSquash
0: for the Atari Lynx in 1990. Hmm. That was the game that I forgot about when we were talking about Penguin Coon Wars. It was like Breakout and Pong, but it was first person. And when you used the Atari Lynx cable... Each person had their own view of looking down this hallway to try to get the Robo Squash, the, the worst name yeah. for, for a game that was one of the best two-player games on the Lynx. It's so sad, because that one you can still play. Like, everyone talks about, um, I can't remember Fighting Aces, I can't remember, oh, war, war Birds, remember Stink? Super Glove came out, Ugh. Super Glove Ball. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I have a Super Glove Ball as one of my making mechanics, 1990 by Rare.
1: Oh, is that who made that?
2: Yeah, Mattel Power... put it out as a part of a uh, cross promotion with the Power Glove, but Rare actually developed it.
1: Oh, okay. That came out in 1990 with the Power Glove. Actually, uh, 1990 was a good year because you had Links for the Robo Squash, you had your Power Glove at home, and then in, in the in the arcade, yeah, on the Neo Geo, at home too, you had the Super Spy uh that's not really like
0: it but it's interesting
1: to know that that came out yeah for super nintendo in 1993 you have lawnmower man
0: (sniffs) yeah they're about as fun to play as each other (laughs) about as easy to control i should say Exterminator's not necessarily that bad of a game but the control leaves a lot to be desired i believe
2: Yeah, this is a very difficult game to emulate, and I will say that if you're trying to emulate this with a gamepad, like an Xbox 360 controller or some sort of Logitech controller, you're going to have some difficulty. I broke out the X-Arcade sticks to do this game, Mm -hmm. and even then, it it worked, and I was able to play the game, but there's some other limitations with the game that we'll get into of why it, it wasn't as seamless as maybe it would be if I was playing the physical cabinet, and Unique feature about the physical cabinet it is a very strange-looking cabinet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's meant to look like a house, but it also has this uh, very angular front where there's uh, two joysticks and um, square push
0: buttons. Yeah, on each yeah. side of them.
2: Worth checking out just for h- how unique it is.
0: Yeah, it would be hard to play this game unless you had like a second joystick to map the finger blasting. Yes, I think that would have been your clue, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Two games I just want to
2: add into the making mechanics. Okay. Maybe you'll agree or disagree, Stinky. Well, I don't know. Well, here we go. Uh, I'm going to add Klax, uh, 1989. I don't know why exactly it hit that note for me, but I I imagine it has something to do with the perspective. I can see that. The grid that Mm -hmm. um, you're filling up as you play kind of reminded me of the same Klax Grid tracks, and then also Nat Attack, 1992, which was a mini game inside of Mario Paint, and that of course was a game where you had a fly swatter and you would beat down bugs. And the connection there, I think, is pretty obvious. Uh, the plot of this game is you are either the world's most environmentally friendly exterminator <laughs> or one who is too stupid to use actual exterminating gear. You travel uh, from house to house in this cul-de-sac. I believe there's seven. Houses all together, and you use your hands to uh, grab, shake, pound, and uh, shoot laser beams. As you know, like when you were a kid and you'd make your hand a gun. Yeah. Well, evidently this exterminator can do that and shoot laser beams out of his hand. If you have that power, <laughs> yeah. why the fuck are you an exterminator?
0: Yeah, I know. Because you're limited to only be able to shoot laser beams if you position your hands in certain ways, like on the side of a wall. Yes, so, very maybe, awkward. Yeah. Because you're limited in in the amount of controls you could use, so... And this was the thing that drew everybody to this arcade machine. I remember this in the arcades. And, you know, Stinky, this isn't as stinky as the other ones. No. Well, I mentioned it because of the movie tie-in. We're we're still on that. (laughs) Just let him go. You know, he's old. It's a digitized hand, so you only could play this if you were light-skinned, I guess. They didn't have selection (laughs) buttons, you know? Right, yeah. So, um... Tough luck, everybody.
2: During my research of the game, yeah, this game is credited as being the first game to use digitized graphics for every element in the game.
0: Oh, interesting, interesting, and given an bugs. idea of
2: hmm. the sort of aesthetic that's chosen. There's photorealistic hands. Some of the bugs kind of look like, I'm saying photorealism, but it was a photo that they digitized, Mm -hmm, so it mm -hmm. it doesn't look photorealistic. But then other uh, enemies kind of have more of like a uh, cartoony look about them, particularly the mosquitoes. Yeah, Think WarioWare. Some of the WarioWare games where you actually Ah. saw a picture of I guess one of the salary men that worked at Nintendo and they used him as yeah. like a board to bounce a beach ball yeah. or, you know, shoot water at or whatever. It kind of has that vibe and feel about it.
0: And, you know, there, there's also drawing of the environments like the kitchen and the basement. I, yes. I just realized that it draws it in line by line. So that makes sense. It's very yeah. quick. So you don't really notice it too much. But, yeah, right. um, yeah, it's something I...
2: And yeah. then in between each level's... Just for the fuck of it, they throw in random screensaver graphic.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Which I guess is just like, look at the colors that we can play with. <laughs> That's something that I don't think I can accurately describe. You'll just have to play for yourself and see, but you'll know it when you see it.
1: Okay, you guys talk.
2: <laughs> we, we're on it. And uh, as far as the genre is concerned, I think this game is very unique. I know we talked on Super Glove Ball. This is a very arcade type game where it is about collecting a score. There are multipliers. You do get punished for not having enough skill to play the game. You can get through the game, but there's a way to play it correctly or better than other ways to get through the game. So um, this game's very difficult to sell to somebody because it's not like a game where you're like, well, if you liked X, you'll like this. Right. Because this very much is its own thing, which I have to give it credit for. Mm -hmm. I like how creative it was. And this, historically speaking, was the first game put out by Premiere... Yes. And it was the last arcade game put out by Gottlieb.
0: Right. This is what Bill Kurtz has to say about this. In 1984, a company called Milestar closed, and Premier Technology purchased their assets. Premier also purchased the Gottlieb name at that time from Columbia Pictures. This was in 84. Premier continued to produce pinball machines under the Gottlieb name, and that's opposite the directions that we usually discuss. We usually discuss people buying pinball and, you know, Shutting it down, but right. they actually went with producing pinball machines, and they ended up building only one video game, and it was Exterminator under the Gottlieb name. Yes, that's out of a book, friend. <laughs> Sometimes you got to hit the books with these.
2: A little bit of uh, Wiggly's Book Club happening on this. Right, episode. if you're not familiar with Wiggly's Book Club, check out GiantMediaBall.com.
0: Yeah, it happens every two weeks. I hope. I hope so, too. You know what that reminds me of? It's talking about hitting the books. And talking about Penguin Coon Wars, again, I'm bringing that up from weeks and weeks ago. I mentioned air hockey came out the same time as Pong did, but there was an amusement game by Chicago Coin. In fact, it was the first game released by Chicago Coin, and it was a one-on-one hockey game. Mm -hmm. It was this long, narrow table box with a glass on top of it. Perpendicular to the players. You'd have two players, you have these little like levers in front of each player, and you'd look down on this flat play field and you would hockey around in it. You know, just kick it from one end to the other, trying to get in net. Just one-on-one? It wasn't like yeah. bubble hockey? No, nope. this was way before that. And it was called Goalie, because your goalie would uh-huh. you know, do things. And this thing came out in nineteen forty-five. Wow. Yeah. Hey, fuck you, World War 2 We're playing shuffle hockey.
2: Stinky, what was that like playing for the first time? Well, you know, I came back, I kissed a girl. To that's the, why you're not allowed by uh, public schools, right? That's a different reason.
1: Because I kept doing lime locks outside the school. You know, you spray a little soap on your wheels, go on a speed bump, and do a lime lock. All right. What what else happened? Oh, no, I kissed a girl. Remember the time, uh, the, time the Life magazine, was, didn't have Michael Jackson in It had uh, that guy kissing a girl, famous. Yes. Yeah. yeah, well, that was originally me kissing a girl. Uh, but uh, what happened was they had to recall that because people were throwing up. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I used to uh, do the Penny movies, The Dance of the Seven Veils, mm-hmm. or a Popeye cartoon. Oh, and then I went to the VA, and they fixed my leg.
0: By adding another one. <laughs> He's the only vet I know I went to the Veterans Hospital and came out with an extra leg.
2: <laughs> what more about this game? It listed first person slash third person because technically you're mm-hmm. seeing the hand. I guess it is a first person, but the hand seems disembodied.
0: Yeah, it's like thing. If yes,
2: you very see much back, so.
0: If you could see the inside of things, it would have been neat if they would have put like, you know, bone. Because it's, it's disembodied, of course. So you see the back of the hand. Right. So it would have been neat instead of just having it be the same color as the hand if you would have seen the the bone and <laughs> muscles and stuff like
2: that. <laughs> so you're looking down the hallway. It's a, It's a contained single screen at a time level. There are some sort of hazard, whether it's a spider or cans or tanks at one point. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I hate the tanks. And frogs. Tanks are cheap. And they're they're coming up these tracks, and they all have different attributes. So, like, the tanks, when they're nearest to you, they um, extend their guns and fire bullets in an arc.
0: Yeah. And if
2: you get hit, you take damage, which depletes your, quote-unquote, juice. (laughs) Yeah, why do you have juice? I don't know. You use juice to shoot lasers out of your fingertips. This is definitely a fever dream of one of the developers. Like this is very, it's very strange. I do yeah. appreciate the strangeness. Cool. So you're looking down the hallway. I believe there is maybe five tracks. There's either five or six tracks. And now, when you say
0: the tracks, you mean the floor, right?
2: The floor. Yeah. There's tiles. Right. They do five call them positions tracks. Positions where yeah. these these creatures march towards you, and you have to uh, smash them with your fist. The way you do that is you jockey the joystick up to move the hand up, and then you hit a stomp button to stomp the fist down or smash the fist down to crush them. You have to have the fist or the hand at a certain height, or else when you hit stomp, it doesn't do it. Too low. It's too low, it says. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another thing you can do is there's flying enemies. Some try to sting you like the mosquitoes or the bees, which, again, deplete your juice. Mm -hmm. And others are just like there's moths that you can crush With the grab feature, so you hit the grab and the hand will make a a grabbing motion, and if the enemy is in a very specific spot in the hand, it will die. This is the problem with the game. While I like all the choices, and the art direction does not bother me at all, it might turn some players off. Again, this is the pre-rendered, digitized graphics we were dealing with last week, but I think a little not even a little bit, a lot more care and thought was put into these as far as the choices were concerned, so mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I actually like it. But because we're trying to deal with having a game play in three dimensions on top of the art direction, the hit detection and the perspective was just slightly off. Yeah. And because the game is dependent on either shooting enemies out of the air or stomping down on them or grabbing them, and that's the whole mechanic of the game, because that's not happening, it kind of detracts from this game.
0: You have to rely on the shadows of your hand and the shadows of yes. the flying things to try to get in line with it. But your hand has to sort of be to the right of the bugs you're trying to squash in order to. It's like not right in the center, even though your hand looks like it's going to be able to squash them. I would cons- I would uh, compare it to like uh, this to the bug squashing of a Zaxon. You know, you okay. really you really have yeah. to watch your shadows to work. Yeah, um, I've and talked then, about
2: Zaxxon in the past, too. N- I'm yeah. not a, a big fan. I appreciate what the game did, but again, that perspective for me, playing it's very difficult. And yes, watching the shadow is 90% of the battle in that.
0: But seeing Zaxxon, I could get used to that. I do pretty well on Zaxxon after playing it for a while and figuring out where I am in space. Very few times do I die because I was in the wrong spot. I mean, I still would you know, every now and then, but uh, the more you play it, the more you understand where you are and you can actually get you know, far in it. Um, this game, no matter what I tried, uh, I could not do very well with the squashers. And right. a lot of the ground enemies, like the first level is good because it's just these beer cans rolling down. You can pretty much squash those if you get the, the timing right, uh, the yeah. things that roll across the floor. But then from then on, the things, oh, the spiders don't do anything to you. But the tanks do, and they are cheap because they come in a whole, like, fleet, and they almost stop at the same times. So when you're trying to squash one of the tanks, another tank will be shooting at you, and uh, it's hard to move out of the way of that. then there's the frogs, which shoot their tongues up at you. Now, you can get high above them so their tongues don't reach you, but it's really hard to... Smash them because then the timing's off. Exactly, because you can't squash them before they shoot their tongue at you. You have to squash them afterwards. And by the time they're done shooting their tongue at you, they jump towards you off screen. Right. Another thing about this game, not one-button wee-wee action.
2: Right. And now as you smash those enemies, the tiles on the floor start to fill up with the color red, which is denoting the completion of that level. With certain enemies, like you said, with the tanks or the frogs, If they get into this pattern where they're lining up all together, you're playing the level a lot longer than probably most people would want to play because you're constantly avoiding a whole wall of hazards and then waiting for them to line up again only to avoid them again and you never get in that smash. So there's points of the game that are not very satisfying. Playing a two-player makes it interesting because then then you have a, a left and right hand on the screen. Yeah. There's two more play mechanics that I definitely don't want to forget. One, real quick, is the shaking mechanic, Mm -hmm. uh, which you use to get bees and mosquitoes away from you. How do you do it? Uh, You just shake your joystick. So if Keith is listening, Keith... (laughs) there's numerous buttons on the control deck. Right. And you have to shake your, just, you know, give the joystick a waggle back and forth. And the hand will make this motion to shoo away the bees and the mosquitoes, because yes, you can grab them and crush them in your hand, but you get stung.
0: You do lose your juice. Yeah. And then you need the EpiPen and everything.
2: But the other mechanic, and this is where I think the game should have capitalized on this, is that, Finger blasting, uh, laser shooting mechanic. And I think if this game was a twin stick shooter, there you go, we, you controlled the left and right hand shooting
0: flying enemies, top trigger to fire, and like yeah. a, a side one that you use your index finger to, to, to stop or something. That would have been very cool. I think
2: that would have made this game more fun. Take away this stuff crawling on the ground. Um, or no, keep it, I guess, with with that type of mm-hmm. control scheme. And I think it works a lot better. Yeah. You, know, you have to tighten up the perspective a little bit because there was a lot of times where I was shooting and I'm like, I am hitting that <laughs> flying thing. Or mm-hmm. when there's bonus levels, too, where there's rats scurrying all over the, the place. Oh, yeah, the
0: bonus them. level, yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I,
2: I see the laser beam hitting the rat. I don't understand why the rat's not dying. And then other times, I'm just waggling around. And it's like I'm knocking them all off. So it, the controls are too loose for what this game is trying to present.
0: The draw of this game in the arcade was definitely that digitization. And when you'd grab a hornet or a bee, whatever you want to call it, when you get stung by it. And that's what really drew people into this game. I remember a lot of people just crowding around this title and wanting to play it. But then after you spent a couple quarters, that was pretty much the charm of that had worn off and you got into the bad mechanics.
2: For me, once I got to the second house, I was like, "Mm, I think I've seen all I need to see of this game. Uh, Pro player tip, though, if you want to just warp To that second house. Oh, yeah. On the first level, you're in the kitchen. And at one point during that sequence, the door to the freezer will open. If you quickly turn into a finger blaster and you blast your lasers into the freezer, it will warp you to the next house.
0: We didn't mention how how the finger blasting works. Uh, Oh, right. Because we don't have enough controls to just finger (laughs) blast all the time, you have to take your hand all the way to whatever side you're on. If you're two-player, you have to go to the right. If you're one-player, you have to go to the left, and that's mostly what you're going to do. You have to put your hand all the way to the left, and that's when you'll turn into a laser blasting hand. Correct. Yeah. Also in level three, in the attic, you can shoot something. I'm not sure if it's a chest or something, but the game actually tells you about that secret. And when you lose, it says... Uh, I think it, you shoot your wad. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I think it's a trunk. Don't shoot your wad. at the, Well, I guess you could... Yeah. <sighs> that's enough of you, Stink. Go get a sock. Nuts and milk. Yeah, that's my favorite game. I know. We never mentioned when we played Peter Packrat, that was a joystick control as well. Like a flight stick, almost. Yeah. I don't know why that reminded me of it. I guess because of the unique layout of the controllers here.
2: Yeah, if you look at this cabinet back in the 90s, you would get a, a, a flight it's a, simulator joystick. Yeah. it looks very similar to that. Like, that was very popular. The style of the joystick reminded me of when people were playing Mech Warrior on their PC in the 90s, where they would have this, you know... It wasn't a joystick-looking thing. It had the trigger button... On it. Very PC and aesthetic.
0: It's, uh, it's called a grip stick. Oh, okay. You learn something new every day. I don't know if that's even real
2: Oh, is that not it? <laughs> uh,
1: and underneath, you tickled the balls.
0: Oh, stinky. Oh, See, boy. and you know, I try to give you the benefit <sighs> of that. Maybe you come in with some knowledge. It might be called a grip stick. I don't know. Yeah, well, you're
2: certainly not tickling balls. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> no, you're not stinky yeah
1: okay uh same time in the realm of gaming history we'll go with 1988 because that's when this game really came out although if you read uh Wikipedia, it says uh, 89 uh, real quick arcade uh, you mentioned that this was a first in digitization uh namco actually had two firsts as well in the arcade they had the first polygon game with uh winning run that was uh, on the namco system 21 board that was uh, a racing game Mm-hmm. And then you had the first parental warning game, Splatterhouse.
2: Oh, interesting. So and ad- we should talk about this game got very cheeky with the winners don't use drugs. They opted to, to say winners don't abuse drugs. Uh huh. So that way they could um, drop the D and the R and say winners don't abuse bugs. <laughs> And yet, I read that as encouraging kids to
0: try drugs, don't abuse them. Exactly. In moderation. Yes. Cocaine's great.
1: Sega have released Altered Beast. I know that's one of your favorite, Kyle.
2: You're so fucking wrong, but keep going.
0: Hey, man. I bought the Genesis for Altered Beast. I know. You bought a lot of bad games. I'm I'm admitting it right now. (laughs) I'm going to admit it right now. Power up. um, (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> and then you're that dragon you're like i hate being a dragon oh no here comes a worm and i'm gonna shoot my lightning bolts out of my dragon and his head falls off Ugh. welcome to your doom. <laughs> i'm fighting a the tree then <sighs> you know you're in trouble
1: home console the two most pooped on nes sequels my two favorite games for the nintendo entertainment system super mario brothers 2 and zelda 2
0: electric boogaloo
2: yeah, if anyone's pooping on those games today, you really should know better.
0: Yeah, I guess they don't do it anymore, but I guess at the time of, of Stinky's memory, they did.
2: Yeah, well, at the start of our show, back in the uh, earlier 2000s, yeah. there was a lot of that going on. It's Doki Doki Mario! <laughs> yeah, okay, and Miyamoto worked on that game too, so it's... Was- right. Just as legitimate. Oh, and that's Suck right. It. it also used the same... It established the color palette that was used from then to eternity. Yeah. It had uh, Luigi more defined as a character. It wasn't just a palette swap. I could go on for days, yeah. everybody. If, if you're pooping on uh, Super Mario Brothers 2, the one that came out in North America, yeah. or Super Mario Brothers: colon USA, I think it's called in Japan. Yeah. Or the lo- right up uh, no, your colon. Yeah, the non-lost level
0: mario right. 2 uh you're a fucking idiot yeah you fucking idiots and hey.
2: you try to put the lost levels or the japanese mario 2 above that yeah no you're even a bigger fucking
0: idiot yeah no uh, that's just more of the same it's
2: more of the same wasn't worked on by miyamoto and uh it, w- it was a good example of it wasn't that it was too hard for an american audience it was that it wasn't anything new. No. It wasn't any innovation. was so a cash grab. kept it back. Exactly. Cash grab. It was like a, a DLC before DLC. You finished the first game, yep. and here were some more levels.
0: Exactly. It yeah.
2: punished the player for exploring. It, it went against all the things that were established in the first game. Don't even get me fucking started. Okay. And Zelda 2, a lot of people have come around on, and I, I think that's deserved as well, is that that game, there's a lot good going for it, and, and for a very long time it was popular to poo-poo on it. Yeah.
0: And well, that's how um, East Three was. I wish East Three. Uh, I'm sorry, East One and Two came out. East Four. That's how that was. That turned into a side scroller, and I loved it. And right. uh, it did not get a North American release, unfortunately. But because it was more of a of an actiony game like that, it wasn't as hard as you know uh, going around and, and returning to the same mountain 18 times before you have a magic dookie. Mm. Hey, you know what I was thinking? He said uh, it was all the two electric boogaloo. We should put. Um, some other things into because we're running out of games for these uh, realms of gaming history. So maybe we should like put in a movie to give a time frame, maybe one or two movies or like uh, a film or something else relating to that, like a, you know Ronald Reagan tear down the wall or something. Okay. Yeah.
1: Anyway, Nintendo also released. <laughs> Nintendo also released uh,
0: for your home Stick, console You're a dick
1: I don't care uh, They released the rebranded Bandai Family Trainer As a Nintendo Power Pad And I know both of you guys love the Power Pad For all the wonderful Memories it gave you
0: Breaking your ex-girlfriend's foot Yes What happened
2: to your ex-girlfriend? Oh, I smothered her with it What? Wait, you're oh, wait, not supposed to talk about this <laughs>
0: oh it must have been some other game that we were talking about you're
2: gonna cut that out of the show right
0: no yeah (laughs) the nintendo smother pad (laughs) (laughs) we did better on time this one and this was a better game i don't know how that worked out (laughs) oh my gosh all right i think this game is worth a look yeah look at it (laughs) yeah i don't
2: i don't know if you you want to emulate it so throw three credits into it and play those three credits That's it. You'll get everything you need to get out of this game. And if you want to keep going, you can keep going. If you go through those three credits and you're done, you'll be like, okay, I saw it. You have to map that
0: finger blaster.
2: Yes, that's going to take some time. In fact, most of my time with this game was getting the controls to work correctly.
0: You're like, come on, bugs, fly into the left corner so I can finger blast you (laughs) because I can't move around. (laughs) It tells me I can move the
2: joystick around, but I can't. If I had a dollar every time I said, come on, Bugs, I'm trying to finger blast you. Let me tell you something. I'd have a dollar.
0: All right. Now the part of the show we still don't have a name for. it. We give the movie byline. The movie byline. Like uh, for this movie, it would be Terminator. I'm nude. <laughs> We take the movie byline idea and we apply it to a game. Like, what if this game was a movie? What would be the byline relating? It's it's a rip of of our one-sentence gaming reviews that we used to have uh, as part of the... uh, We could still do that if you feel like it on our We Talk Games uh, Facebook page. That's right. Facebook WTG Podcast. Or just look up We Talk Games. It'll come up. Um, My movie
2: byline... Yeah,
0: hit me. ...would be
2: Exterminator. Finger (laughs) blessed. Finger-blasting fun this summer. I have no idea.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Justice served. Finger-blast
0: <laughs> style. Mine's going to be Exterminator. Electronically finger-blast your bugs.
2: <laughs> I feel like there's a... Uh, what was the movie with the space bugs?
0: John Legay's Lagoamos, right? Spa- uh, uh, Starship Troopers. Yeah, Starship Troopers. There was
2: something in there about smashing the
0: bugs. Anything with finger blasting, that's gonna be the byline for this game, no matter what.
1: Alright, anyway. Uh, so, what? I give my clue for next week's game that I'm gonna pick? That's how this normally works.
2: Is TT still at the beach? Yeah, she's rusted. <laughs> oh no.
1: Alright, this is another summer movie blockbuster tie in. Okay. Uh.
2: Stinky, I feel wait. like you're not prepared for I'm your not. summer special.
1: No, I. Uh, Alright, this is a real. Oh, it's gonna be a good one. This is going to be as good as an Avengers uh, Age of Voltron. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, How many midgets do you have to time travel to kill Napoleon? (laughs) Okay.
2: All right, if it's the movie I'm thinking of, it's definitely not a summer blockbuster ever. Because I don't (laughs) think it came out in the summer. But certainly not for this year.
0: Yeah. For all I know, he could be talking about that movie Max. The one about the guy that goes off to war and is, is gets killed and his dog comes back. Oh, jeez. That would be <laughs> great video thinking. It's a great video game. Yeah. Uh. Anyway.
1: <laughs> anyway, I'll tell you what the game is.
2: 48 hours before the show, like last time.
1: Next Saturday after My Little Pony.
0: Yeah, much appreciated, Stan. <laughs> All right, hey everybody! I uh, hope that you like this show. I hope you like us. I hope you're still listening. After, yeah,
2: please <laughs> like, comment, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to us. Leave comments, leave ratings, and please forgive us for the next couple weeks. Remember, this is the
0: summer of stink, so it will we... be
2: over soon.
0: <laughs> it should have been the fall of stink. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hey everybody! Thanks for listening. We hope that you like us. Don't be a jerk all the time. Bye bye.
3: Photo here from our pal uh, Jonathan Becker. He took this photo for Vanity Fair. Look at all the dudes in this movie. This is so fun. Look at all the guys in this room. Was this really taken? Was everyone there? Yeah, he, that, believe me. This is this is. That's hard to it get is everyone. Very right? hard to do because like, why do I have to have the armrest and butt? Why do I have to sit here? Oh yeah, exactly I'm all, right, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah I'm kind of awkward I don't for for want here. to sit. Why do I have to sit <laughs> on the chair? Why do I have to be here? I want to be in front against the column. Why? Why is Rocky wearing a purple coat? Because <laughs> I'm trying to upstage you, dudes. That's why. It's okay. Do you know Harrison Ford like through uh, working in I the movies. Think, actually, it was a kind of an odd thing. Uh, Harrison Ford uh, was doing was a before he did star wars i had just finished rocky and um something like that yes and i was going up for an audition said, Oh, there's a thing it's about a you know, space vehicle star wars so i go in there and i and i see george lucas and the producer and i can tell instantly you know you no one likes you they look like this <laughs> And I'm serious, and I actually, I'm, I'm, and this is not disparaging George Williams or whatever, but, you know, after you've seen a hundred people, you get tired, 200 people, you're, so you just hope that the guy in front of you disappears like a spider eats me. It's, it's like <laughs> he, he just it, didn't. didn't really. And there it? was a fly, and I was reading for a hand Solo, but I got maybe, well, I got nowhere, actually. I was about, I was there to read for it, and they go, yeah, you're really, yeah, you're, um... I said, let me let me just make it easy for you. I would look like crap in spandex leotards and a ray gun. <laughs> a, I get it. So you, you backed out of the guys crew. from space don't have this kind of face. I get it. I get it. It's okay. No, no, I, no. I swear to God. And everything worked out. And everything great, worked so. out fine. Absolutely. And then Schwarzenegger. I, I I've read that you guys actually hated each other for a while. Well, we were very competitive. Yeah, I think hate's a good word. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would do Rambo, and then he would do Commando. Commando, yeah. <laughs> I just love it. Yeah, it's like Bingo and Dingos. Yeah,